Hello! We're so happy you've joined us for another Peter's Children Adventure. Just as you're planning to do this week, the Lord willing, the Peter's family celebrates Thanksgiving with lots of food, extended family and friends, and the birth of their long-anticipated baby sisters in the story, The Peter's Happiest Thanksgiving. You'll get to meet the two babies and hear their names, which have both been chosen by our listeners. Originally, we planned to use one of the names that had been submitted by one of you. But since one of you suggested a name we'd already planned for one of the girls, we are awarding two prizes to two winners who will be announced in Grandmom's Corner at the end. And as we do every week, we've included a hymn title or a line from a hymn in the story. If you recognize it, make sure to email us at whimsywins at gmail.com with the hymn title or hymn line. If yours is the first correct answer we receive, we will send you a prize. Beginning next week, there will only be one winner. So if you have lots of kids in your family, we will happily announce all of their names, but only one prize will be awarded. The winners this week were brothers Gunner, Jack, and Brant, along with their sister Grace from San Ramon, California, who sent in the correct answer of what a friend we have in Jesus from the story, The Peter's Babysitting Adventures. So hooray for them! Nice work. If you haven't listened to all of the stories, make sure to go back and catch up. If you've ever lost anything, Daddy Peter's Holds Down the Fort is a good one to help us understand what our biblical reaction should be to losing something that we really like. It was a good one for me too, because I tend to lose things or inadvertently shred important documents. So I sympathized with Penelope when she lost her locket necklace. The story Pierce and Peter's Race, or as we like to call it, Pierce and Peter's Out, is one that might help you have the right perspective if you play sports. Now let's get to this week's episode, The Peter's Happiest Thanksgiving. It was the day before Thanksgiving, And as usual, Mama Peters was busy with all of the preparations. Because their house was bigger than the relatives' houses, the Peters were planning to host. And this was in spite of Mama Peters being an oversized pregnant woman at eight months. Her belly was looking more and more like it was ready to burst with the twin girls. Penelope was consumed with feeling the girls kick and move around. The Peters, in general, under Daddy Peters' watchful eye, tried their best to make sure Mama wasn't overdoing it every day. But she seemed as energetic as ever, and had a special glow about her as she prepared for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my absolute favorite time of year, Mama Peters enthusiastically exclaimed as she and Penelope worked on making pies. Well, I love Christmas, Mama Peters, but I do love all the holidays, Penelope quickly added as she stirred the chocolate filling on the stovetop. But Thanksgiving is so special, Pen. I love to hear what everyone is thankful for. It's so encouraging and uplifting to my soul to hear how the Lord has blessed us so greatly, even in struggles. I think that when we say what we are thankful for, it reminds us of who we are thankful to, and it makes me just praise Jesus. Me too, Mama. Now should I take the chocolate off the stove? It seems ready. Mama Peters directed her to pour it into the prepared crust. Pearson, who had been in the kitchen, piped up, All done! Pearson proudly pointed to the bowl of apples he had cored and sliced using their handy-dandy apple peeler. It was Pearson's favorite job. He enjoyed stabbing the prongs hard into the apple. After the apple was attached to the prongs, Pearson would turn the crank of the apple, whatchamacallit, 
and watched delightedly as the apple skin would curl and curl and curl until the Granny Smith apple was completely peeled and sliced. The challenge was to see how long the peel could go before breaking. It was a remarkably engrossing project. He didn't want to let on to Mama Peters that he loved doing it and that it really wasn't hard work. So he did the job without complaint. Besides, he didn't want to give Mama Peters any reason to change his job to having to shred the coconut for the coconut cream pie. That job was rigorous, and he wanted no part of that job. But if Mama Peters did know about Pearson's particular fondness for peeling apples, although of course she knew, because Mom seemed to know everything. She loved the joy of serving in the kitchen with her children, and of course wanted them to enjoy their work if possible. Daddy Peters sat at the table making more pie crusts. He nodded his approval to Pearson and remarked, All right, buddy, come help me make the pie crust. I could use some strong muscle for rolling out the dough. Mama, who all is coming tomorrow? Penelope asked as she ladled the chocolate filling into the pie crust. Oh, the usual. Grandma and Grandpa, Grandma and Papa, Aunt Larissa and Uncle Gordon, and Ellie, Lucy and Jordan, Aunt Kathy and Uncle William, and of course Mama Rose, your adorable cousin, and Uncle Mark and Aunt Amy with her new baby Judah. Oh, and the Christoffersons are coming this year. Mama Peter's pregnancy glow was getting even brighter as she spoke and thought of all the wonderful friends and family joining them for Thanksgiving. Uncle Mark and Aunt Amy? I forgot about them! Daddy Peters, Uncle Mark is your brother, right? Penelope asked. That's right. He's quite a bit younger than me, though. Actually, he is six years younger than me, about the same age difference as you and the twins will be. I think he was a surprise to Grandma and Grandpa. Daddy Peters replied as he shredded the coconut into the bowl and moved it away from Pearson's sneaky fingers. Well, I can't wait to meet baby Judah, Pearson said as he injected himself into the conversation in between shoveling coconut shreds into his already full mouth. Hey, bud, you've got to save some of the coconut for the pie. I'm working hard here to shred it, and I keep seeing the fruits of my labor get lost in your mouth. Ah, sorry, Daddy Peters. I'll eat some of the apples. Pearson switched to sampling some of the sour green apples and asked Mama about dinner. I'm starving, Mama Peters. What are we having for dinner? We're having burritos. Daddy Peters is going to take you right this minute to get burritos. I still have to finish up the pies and the turkey prep. Daddy Peters' tired and red fingers were only too happy to let someone else finish the job of shredding coconut. He and Pearson headed out the door to pick up the burritos, while Penelope and Mama Peters finished making the coconut cream, banana cream, pecan, apple, chocolate, and blackberry pies. It was going to be quite a feast. They began chopping vegetables to go into the turkey. We don't need to do a whole lot of turkey preparations, Pen. I'm making a spatchcock turkey this year. We'll just chop enough veggies to go underneath the turkey so that we can have some yummy-flavored broth for the gravy. Spatchcocked? What's that, Mama? It just means I take the backbone out of the turkey and then lay it flat, and that way it cooks more evenly. This year, of all years, I could really use an efficient way of cooking, since it feels like I have a giant turkey that's cooking inside of me, and it feels like it's almost done. As she had done countless times throughout Mama's pregnancy, Penelope patted Mama Peter's belly. I just can't wait. The ladies finished in the kitchen, cleaned up the mess, and grabbed some fizzy water and sat on the couch. Mama Peters turned on an old Christmas movie and kicked her feet up onto the ottoman. Penelope did the same, happily joining Mama as they waited for their burritos. About ten minutes into watching the movie, Daddy Peters and Pearson walked in with the burritos. 
Oh, Daddy Peters exclaimed. I love this movie. Hey, Pierce, grab some plates. We'll eat in the living room. Mama Peters, is there any more cleanup that you'd like me to do before our guests arrive tomorrow? Mama Peters paused the movie and looked thoughtful. I don't think so, honey. You are a gem, though. Thank you so much for helping me so much today. And you too, Piers and Pin. I'm so thankful for my family. And if I don't share that tomorrow, I want you to know that I praise God that he has seen fit to give me children who listen to us and honor us, though not perfectly. I know that he is growing both of you and him, and I am so thankful for that. And Daddy Peters, I am grateful for your sweet and gentle help all the time. Not to mention, I am super thankful for how handsome you are. Pearson turned to look at Daddy, and then back at Mama. Oh, Mama, you just think he's handsome because you're married to him. Well, don't you think Daddy is handsome? Yeah, I guess I do, and a lot of people say I look just like him, Pearson said proudly. Okay, as much as I enjoy listening to all the wonderful things about me, I think I'm just too hungry. I'll pray and we can eat. They bowed their heads together. Daddy prayed a sweet prayer of gratitude to the Lord for the food and provisions. He had hardly said amen before he began distributing the giant steak burritos. Mama Peters easily ate the whole thing, faster than anyone else. Under normal conditions, Mama would split a burrito with Penelope. But these weren't normal conditions. Mama Peters was pregnant with twins, and she could eat a huge burrito followed by a dessert. And throughout her pregnancy, Mama Peters had a hankering for spicy foods and burritos. The twins' favorite food seems to be Mexican food, she would tell everyone as she would laugh (laughs) and pat her belly. But sometimes the spicy food just doesn't agree with me. So I tell the twins, Mis hijas, no mas. Penelope looked bewildered. What does that mean, Mama? It means, no more, my daughters, Mama Peters answered. Penelope then took to pretending to be the girls and would say in a high-pitched baby voice as soon as Mama finished eating, Gracias, Mama. She always made herself laugh at that. (laughs) She had learned that gracias meant thank you. And she was constantly walking around the house counting in Spanish. Uno, dos, tres. She had learned it all in kindergarten last year. And she was quite proud of her Spanish-speaking abilities and loved to show it off when the occasion presented itself. After they finished watching the Christmas movie, the Peters went to bed. They all slept soundly, exhausted from their pre-Thanksgiving preparations. The next morning, they awoke early in anticipation of the long and fun-filled day ahead of them. They ran around the house as they finished the decorating and Thanksgiving cooking. Their Thanksgiving tradition included a time of gathering in the late morning so they could have an extended time of sharing their thankfulness. Their Thanksgiving feast would follow, and after they were filled to the gills, they would sit around and chat. Uncle Mark would always look at the Black Friday ads from the newspaper Grandma and Papa were sure to bring every year. Having finished up some last-minute chores, they waited expectantly for their family to arrive. At about 11 o'clock, their extended family, along with the Christophersons, who were good friends, began to filter in, carrying with them some yummy sides to the Thanksgiving meal. There was macaroni and cheese, which was Grandma's specialty, fresh homemade rolls, Grandma's specialty, Aunt Larissa made her sweet potatoes, and Aunt Kathy always brought a ham and some mashed potatoes. The Christoffersons added their green bean casserole and homemade cranberry sauce to the mix. Uncle Mark and Aunt Amy brought the dressing, which some people call stuffing. And what would Thanksgiving be without their yummy peanut butter balls? 
Aunt Amy noticed Pearson's excitement over the chocolate peanut butter balls and let him sample one before putting the platter into the fridge. The family promptly organized themselves, which was no easy feat given the number of little ones. Daddy Peters opened up their time with prayer and then invited all to share their gratitude for the year. The little ones were all thankful for their parents, or for food, or for clothes, or for their houses, or for their toys. Penelope loved that Aunt Kathy, speaking for Mama Rose, her baby cousin, said in a baby voice, I'm thankful for my pacifier. That got Penelope giggling for a full 30 seconds. <laughs> As her baby cousin, Mama Rose, sucked away on her tiny pacifier. The Peters went last in the order. Penelope shared that she was thankful for her new twin sisters who would be born soon. But Pearson shared something that was a little bit more serious. I'm thankful for Jesus. I'm real proud a lot. And I'm thankful that Jesus knows how proud I am, but still loves me. Pearson was often bashful about sharing, but he thought hard and long and prayed about his time of gratitude and believed that God was prompting him to share about his sin and about Jesus' forgiveness for that sin. Mama Peters went next. I'm thankful so much for the Lord's provision. I didn't think I'd have babies again. And not only has God provided a baby, but he is providing two. And I'm thankful that he's gotten me this far through a hard pregnancy and provided strength for me every day. Daddy Peters was next. He was teary as he looked at Mama Peters. Well, I know I say this a lot, but I'm thankful for Mama Peters. God has just given her the strength to continue to raise Pearson and Penelope, even while walking through a pretty tough pregnancy. We've been so blessed by the Lord that he has seen fit to give us more children, and that he's already given us children who profess to know him. I'm so thankful for all our family, for each of you, and our wonderful friends, the Christoffersons. The world is hard to live in sometimes. But your encouragement and faithfulness to us, and more importantly to Christ, has been something that we cannot live without. So all glory belongs to God. Praise his name. Let's close with the doxology, and then pray and eat. They were about three words into the song. Praise God from... When Mama Peters loudly interrupted, Daddy Peters! Wait! I think my water just broke! Penelope's eyes got as big as saucers. What in the world did that mean? Penelope looked at the glass of water next to Mama Peters and saw that it wasn't broken, so she was totally confused. But before she had a chance to ask what in the world water breaking meant, Mama Peters shouted, Honey, I'm having these babies today! Daddy Peter's eyes bulged with surprise, but he grabbed Mama Peters by the hands and helped her up. He looked to be in total shock as he walked mindlessly with Mama Peters to the car. The family was thrown into chaos. Pearson and Penelope stared at their parents as excitement filled their hearts, but they were unsure what to expect next. Their baby cousin Jordan started screaming his head off and jumping up and down. His oldest sister Ellie was trying to calm him down while Lucy was playing with Mama Rose's pacifier which wasn't sitting too well with Mama Rose, who began screaming and waving her hands at her pacifier, trying to get it back from Lucy. The Christofferson children sat in stunned silence, staring at the chaos all around them. It was so crazy and noisy that no one noticed that baby Judah had gotten into the artichoke dip and had wiped it all over his face and the floor surrounding him. He was a total mess. Finally, when everyone came to their senses, Papa and Grandma helped Daddy and Mama Peters to the car, 
while Grandpa and Grandma began cleaning up baby Judah and tending to the other crying kids. Pearson and Penelope ran out after their parents, nervous and excited, but unsure of what to do next. Right before leaving, Daddy Peters got a hold of himself and quickly, but very calmly and firmly, gave a few notes of instruction. Pearson, I want you to help with all the kids. Nellie, you show everyone where the food is. I expect that Mama Peters and I won't be back until at least tomorrow. I'm sure you'll be fine with Grandma and Papa. Please be careful. I love you. Don't panic, but do pray. The Lord is kind and plan this day perfectly. We will call you soon. That was exactly what Pearson and Penelope needed to hear. They immediately calmed down, and while they were still joyful and excited, they were slightly sad that Mama and Daddy Peters had to miss out on Thanksgiving. They made the best of it, though, and followed through with all of the instructions from Daddy Peters. The house was remarkably organized for all of the chaos that had just occurred. Everyone pitched in to get the yummy feast on the adult and children's tables, and as Daddy had directed, Pearson and Penelope helped all of the children find a spot to sit and help them with their food. The entire family gorged themselves on the spoils of Thanksgiving and eagerly wondered aloud how things were going at the hospital. After pie and ice cream, everyone sat around playing games and chatting. The day was finally drawing to a close after a light dinner of leftovers when the phone rang. Grandma answered the phone. Hello? Hi, all. It's Daddy. Daddy Peter's voice came out crystal clear over the speaker as Grandma hushed everyone and held up the phone so everyone could hear. In a voice choked with emotion, Daddy said, The twins are here! We want all of you to come visit us in the hospital to meet Patience and Priscilla Peters. The whole house burst forth with shouts of joy. <coughs> and before long, all were caravanning to the hospital. After arriving at the hospital, Papa and Grandma suggested that everyone wait for a few moments so that Pearson and Penelope could spend some time with Daddy and Mama Peters and meet their new sisters before being joined by the other 22 members of the family. Pearson and Penelope tiptoed into the hospital room where Mama Peters, who looked unbelievably refreshed after delivering two babies, welcomed them with open arms. Hi, Pen! Hi, Piers! Happy Thanksgiving! Daddy Peters held the baby girls in his arms and bent down to let Pearson and Penelope have a look at their tiny pink heads. They were both tightly wrapped in white blankets. Daddy handed each of them a baby, and Pearson and Penelope could not look away from their sweet faces. They admired their sisters with spontaneous, natural affection, and ooed and awed at their every move. They especially loved when the twins opened their eyes and looked around the room. Daddy Peters hugged Pearson and Penelope and took pictures of all four of his children, with his phone. Mama Peters chatted quietly. We missed you, but what a fast labor. We're so thankful that it took only two hours to get out two beautiful girls. Praise the Lord. Just then, there was a knock at the door. The rest of the family had grown impatient, waiting. They all gathered around the Peters family. After passing the babies around and talking about Thanksgiving and the labor and delivery, Daddy Peters made an observation. You know, we didn't get to sing the doxology, and that's my favorite Thanksgiving tradition. How about we all join together now and sing it? I can't think of a better way to show gratitude to our great God for this greatest Thanksgiving. Everyone agreed. 
and the whole family, along with the Christoffersons, hushed the children, and with one accord sang with loud and sweet voices, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above, ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. By the time the song had ended, most everyone in the room had tears of joy streaming down their face, or their eyes were filled with happy tears. For God, the Father of life, had chosen to bring new life into the world on a most fitting day for the Peters, who had longed for new babies for many years. Just as God had blessed Elizabeth, Rachel, and Hannah from Bible times, after they had prayed for a long time for a baby, God had blessed the Peters family with two more babies. What a gift! For the Peters family, this was the happiest Thanksgiving ever, and one that they probably would never forget. Greetings, and welcome to Grandma's Corner. That was such a sweet story, wasn't it? As I listened to the Peters family news, it took me back to my time of giving birth and experiencing the joy of brand new babies. Everything about brand new babies is soft and cuddly, and they're absolutely precious. Psalm 139, 13-14 in the Bible tells us that God has formed babies in their mama's womb. Here, let me read those verses to you. For you formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. In Genesis, the very first book of the Bible, we read that God made all people in his image. Let me read parts of verses 1 and 2 from Genesis 5. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day when God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and named them. That means that we are to respect the lives of babies and all people. We need to treat people with kindness love and dignity, remembering that every single person ever born was formed by God in the womb and is made in his image. It's time to announce the winners who helped the author name the twins. The first winner is Greta from Midway City, California. Greta chose Priscilla. The second winner is Grace from San Ramon, California, who submitted the name Patience, a name we'd already chosen for the other twin. We love that Priscilla is a biblical name and that the Apostle Paul, who authored lots of books in the Bible, wrote in Romans that Priscilla and her husband were his fellow workers in Christ and that they had both risked their lives to help Paul. Our second winner is Grace from San Ramon, California, who submitted the name Patience, a name we'd already chosen for the other twin. Patience is a virtue and it's also a fruit of the Spirit mentioned in Galatians 5, 22-23. By the time you hear this, both of your prizes will be on their way. So congratulations! There were other name suggestions, like Poppy, 
at least two of you suggested that name. Some listeners from Alamo and Midway City and other locales also sent in names. We love the name Paulina, which is the name of a wonderfully godly great-grandma of some of our listeners. Persephone was an interesting name, too. So thanks for that one, Jeremiah. We enjoyed reading all of your suggestions, so thanks for sending them in. Finally, we hope you have a marvelous, thankful Thanksgiving. Remember that every good gift is from the Lord. So amid the family fun, take time to give thanks to Him for His goodness. As we do every year, we give thanks most of all for Jesus. And we're thankful to you for listening to the stories every week. We look forward to you coming back next week for another story about the Peters children, of whom there are now four. Bye for now.